0: Welcome back, goddesses. I'm so happy that you're here listening to us, supporting us, and that you're interested in our journeys. I have a very special guest today, someone that I love dearly, that I hold close to my heart. She is an elder, she is wise, she's fabulous. And I, if you've met her at our Mercados, I always introduce her as my chola guardian angel. And I'll tell you why in a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I want to start with this brief little story. You know, I want to share with you that at one point in my life, I was in a very toxic relationship. At that point, I I lacked confidence. I wasn't focused. I was completely neglecting myself, even though I thought I wasn't. And worse than that, I was becoming very self-destructive. One thing that I was most ashamed about during those times was my drinking. I was drinking a lot, and I could be honest with you and tell you that I'm an alcoholic. I had my first drink at age 19 at my friend Araceli's house in her family's home. The whole family was there playing quarters. <laughs> you know, it was beautiful. The 80 year old grandmother was downing beers. It was fun, it was familiar. You know, I felt like I was in community with my culture, with my family. I felt safe and, you know, I had a great time and I've been drinking ever since. And I kept associating some of my drunken nights with very beautiful memories. But the reality is that I was ignoring how it was affecting my body and my mind and those that I love. I suddenly became aware that it was also keeping me from further developing and growing as a woman and reaching my goals. So when I started my purse business, I, I started wanting to maximize my time and my energy so that I could use it for something that I really love from my purses. I felt completely in love with my purses and the opportunities that the purses were creating for me and even the output, all the work that I was doing. I wanted more energy. And I wasn't going to allow a hangover to get in the way of my purse journey. I have always known that addiction ruins and runs in my family. And I knew that I had to change that trajectory. I know that this may sound dramatic, but rerouting my energy into my purses saved my life. This makes me emotional, but I say this with with great passion and sincerity the purses saved my life i needed to start getting up early and having more energy for the pop-ups and for the management of you know my growing business i couldn't afford to stay in bed and miss out on the time that i was able to spend with my little boy or with those that i love so And I knew that I had to model the behavior that I wanted to see in my son. And excessive drinking is absolutely not one of them. Not for him, not for anyone that I know and love. So I cut back on my drinking so that I could focus and so that I could feel better. So that I could look good and do good and be good and do better. Not just for me, but for those that I love. I'm fighting my addiction constantly and I continue to heal from my toxic relationship with myself. And sharing my story is very healing and empowering. And this is why I invited Irene Murillo, my Chola guardian angel. She is our goddess Mercado um, uh, security guard, our, our, our prayer angel, our elder, uh, um she carries a lot of wisdom and guidance and a lot of love. Irene is one of the families who was removed from the Chavez Ravine by the Dodger organization. She was from Palo Verde. And and I call her my guardian angel because while I worked with her at a nonprofit, a local nonprofit at Centro de Ayuda Family Source Center in Boyle Heights, where she still works. She inspired me. She, she was also able to detect my emotional status without me ever saying a word. She shared her story with me about addiction, about her struggle, about recovery, and about the love of God. Irene mentors and empowers me. She uplifts all who cross her path. She prays for all of us daily, and everyone at the Mercado loves her. Welcome Goddess Irene. I love you. Oh, I Thank love you, you for agreeing to be a part of this and although you're not a vendor, you're a very beautiful and powerful part of this mercado. And I want to first start by by asking you to to please share a little bit about your upbringing, you know, about your experience, you know, with the Dodger organization, how <laughs> that kind of led a little bit to to to, um the drug use. And thank you for being
1: so vulnerable, so so open,
0: and sharing your
1: journey. Welcome, oh, Irene. Oh, thank you, sweetheart. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, yes, I uh, was born, really, at Chavez Rivina. We used to call it Palo Vedre. And uh, you could say my journey began there. I had, had a lot of resentments towards the Dodgers because we were asked to move after my parents worked so hard, hard, hard. To get the home that we had and we were asked to leave and we we're packing the truck i remember like the beverly hill well used to pack that truck and my mother cried and cried and cried and now i realize that i didn't realize it and then i started to get a little hate towards what was happening and i think i carried that resentment with me for a long time uh, drugs are a part of my family i was uh, born into an alcoholic family, you know, Chicanos, we uh, party on the weekends, asada, beer, drugs, whatever. And um, I got involved in a very young age, drinking when my family used to have parties, they'd leave their beer cans, we would be out there drinking the beer and and wine. I got into um, heroin, DPD with my husband, and um, I was on methadone for a long time. During all this time, I I've always worked, I've always had a job. But you know, her and I, Diane and I were sharing about I shouldn't be here today. And she is so right. I've been through, I was involved in gangs, I've been shot at, I've obeyed and all that. But my purpose here is to help other people. And I know that. I, today, I, I run into people that you would never think, and I can share with them. Like when I was in, you know, when I met Diane, there was something in my heart. But the Lord told me you have to take care of her. She's my child, and I can sense when she was going through, and I knew she had a problem, and uh, I prayed for her so much. And and it's it, that's just what I do, and that's the reason that I'm here. I'm 77 years old, full of life, living life to the fullest, but not for myself, for my friends, for. Kids that I work with, I'm involved in Homeboys Industries, I do a woman-to-woman ministry there with women that have just got out of prison, which touched my heart. Um, Salvation Army with rehab, that's what I do today. And anybody that I can help in the street, you know, I work in Monrovia, I come to Boyle Heights, because this is where I was born and raised, to give back what was freely given to me. Uh, every day, there's not one day that I don't run into somebody that's homeless, somebody that's needy, and I know why God has me there. People ask me, aren't you afraid to sit next to them? They're still, no, I'm not afraid, and I'm not afraid to hug them, and I'm not afraid to share a sandwich with them or give them my lunch or my last $2 or whatever. This is the reason that I'm here at the Mercadito with Diane. I've met so beautiful, beautiful women, and I'm going to say this from the bottom of my heart, needy women. They're looking for love, maybe in all the wrong places. And God has given me the gift that to pray for people that you know, maybe that I don't even know. And uh when I do the queer mercado, that's a blessing to me. I was approached um when I first started there for a couple and they knew that I was, you know, very spiritual and stuff. They got my hand and they said, We wanna ask you something. They call me Mama, Mom Irene. Um, and I says, Yes. You know, she asked me, Do you think that God loves us? I says, Absolutely. Why God does not make junk and, and God <laughs> loves all of us. Well, that was a silly question. Uh. Of course, God loves you. But you know, guess what? I love you even more. And I'm here to pray for you. And that is the honest truth. This is why I know in my heart I'm in this world. I don't have a lot of money. I don't own a home. But you know what? I have peace. I have peace in my heart. I can go to sleep at night with peace, knowing that the reason I'm here is to be God's servant and help them in any way that I can. And and, and it's a pleasure. I've, I've, oh my God, I've gotten through so much. Not too long ago, two weeks, maybe about three weeks ago, I was at Union Station because I travel on the train. This is my journey and I, this is, God has put this. And I was sitting next to this man, you know, sit next to me all the time. And he was like, and there was people around and they were putting that yellow tape and stuff. And I said, oh my God, what happened? The lady goes, you're sitting next to somebody that he was dead. And I says, oh my God, I know why God has me sitting here. And I held his hand and I prayed. I says, Lord, take him home. I felt the peace and then they asked me to leave because well, prayer and everybody had gotten there. But little things like that, Or a coincidence that God has me there. Like a coincidence when I met Diane. I knew that she had a need. I didn't know what it was. But I knew that I had to be the servant that had to help her. And she knows how much I love her. She (laughs) knows how much I, I love being at the Mercadita with the girls. All the excitement, all the beauty. Everybody's so happy. There's so much love there. But there's also a lot of need there. Irene... Thank you for saying
0: all that. Thank you for sharing. And one thing that I know for sure about you is that you do have a lot of love. And when I left, you know, the nonprofit organization um, to, you know, run the Mercados, um, I knew that you were also in need of work. And I'm so happy that the Goddess Mercado and the Queer Mercado are creating opportunities for our elders, for people, for our community that, need the help that need jobs that need to support but we also need people like you people that love giving love because that's what you're doing at the mercados you're loving you're accepting us and the first reason why i had you come and join us because not only did i know that you needed some work but we needed a security guard (laughs) and you know i'm like i feel safe with this chola (laughs) and um we did have you <laughs> <laughs> I'd hit him over the head with my back yeah. quarters. <laughs> we we did have you help me at my booth and i and, and I tell everybody you know she's a hard worker she's not the best worker but <laughs> she's a hard worker she might not learn the prices but she's definitely there because she loves being there and now you're at our door welcoming all our clients um, helping us create a safe space and letting everyone know that everyone is welcome here but i want to ask you something um irene because once you're an addict you're always an addict and this is what you shared with me and this is important for us because during the time that you were experimenting and, and dealing with the addiction mental health was not popular you know even while i was growing up my parents didn't address mental health. They didn't send us to therapy. They weren't unaware. It was kind of like a taboo. Mm -hmm. It's only for the crazies. So it took you a while before you sought out mental help. But what is keeping you sober now? What keeps you on your mission and what keeps you on your recovery road?
1: You know, it's funny that you should say that because to me, like you said, once an addict, always an addict. And it can be an addict uh, with the Prescription drugs, whatever it doesn't matter. An addict is an addict. Well, to me, it's a daily, daily surrender, and an evening surrender. Uh, I'm not perfect, and I don't walk on water. Um, But in the morning, that's the first thing I do is I ask God. You know what? And this is the truth. Me and Papa Chu, you know, that's what I call my Lord and Savior, Papa Chu. I'm very upfront with him. He knows me. I don't have to hide nothing from him. What are we gonna do today, Father? What's up? What do you have for me? Who are you going to just put one person in my path that I can help and share your love? And at night, it's I come to Him again, a total surrender. If I did anything to hurt anybody, because sometimes you can hurt somebody with the wrong words, or what you don't mean to. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. I'm here to do Your will. Use me. And I've learned to live life in program. It's you know, it's it's simple, but it's it's hard. The simple wave is it's one day at a time one foot in front of the other you know yesterday's gone but there's nothing we can do about it and tomorrow's not here yet so that's the way I live my life so every day to me I live life to the fullest to the fullest and I guess that's always fun
0: and you know Irene and in getting to know you these last six years six years and even you and and it it amazes me how you know my moods and my energy and you read me so well and i love that and and you know a lot of what you have to share you know about sobriety and recovery and empowerment and you being part of this network of women that that want to recover including me you know um I felt that your story was so important to share, and I'm going to share something funny because when <laughs> Irene was sharing her stories with me every day, she would have a different story. I was like, Irene, this is powerful wisdom. You gotta, you gotta write a book. Let me write your book, and, and we'll get a deal. And, and you say, How much will you give me for that book? And, and I told, I'll give you twenty percent. And you told me, Nah, Danny Trejo offered me eighty. So <laughs> 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 but your story is so powerful, like the story of all of us. And I think, you know, there's a lot of healing and a lot of power in sharing these stories. That's why I appreciate you being so vulnerable and sharing it with us. Because we can also apply your sobriety and recovery journey to our entrepreneurial journey. Because a lot of us vendors, and you've seen them and you met them at the Goddess Mercado. We all have the, all these obstacles. Sometimes it's our own family, our neighborhood, our, our past trauma that keep us from, from growing. I meet some of the women and some of the women sometimes tell me, I don't know if this is for me. I don't know if I could continue. And sometimes I have felt like that as well. What words of wisdom, viejita, do you have to share
1: with us so that we can continue on our journey? Cause you see the power of that mercado. Oh yes, ma'am. I do. It's funny that you should say that. Cause like I said, I, I, uh, help facility, um, a woman it's a woman to women's group at homeboys and they're very upfront. well the girls that run it the girls that i'm under just came back from chicago from a, a convention i wish we would have been invited of women in power and she made and she's a hardcore and you know back in the day and she's now so totally different she goes do you know what us women have a lot of power we have a. if we were to all get together it would be so and that's what we have to do women together are very very powerful because a lot of the girls in there don't think that of themselves because of the struggles they've gone through we all have a gift if we were to get together oh my god look out and you
0: know what? that's funny because you're so right and I see it and I'm living it and I'm trying to, to be an example like the rest of the women that are part of us and, and you know I love feeling beautiful and I love feeling loved and I love getting compliments I get mm-hmm. compliments from men all the time but no compliment is as powerful as a compliment of another woman, woman to a woman exactly, exactly. when a woman that I don't even girl you look good girl I like your. I feel so good and
1: you're right us women mm-hmm, together, together we are powerful it's seen at your mercadito. You know, when I first started it was little. I had doubts. I said to myself, is she doing the right thing? Is she doing the right thing, you know? But I see her doing the right thing, and the women are just, everybody's, the, the atmosphere, the vibes, and to see chicks, cholas, girls, whatever you want to call them, get up and do it. They don't even wait for the men to put their tents up. They get up and do what they got to do, right? And I think that's beautiful. I think that's...
0: I also want to add that... Um, one of the inspirations for the Chola fashion show <laughs> that we had uh, this past spring was you, because I would see you every day at at work, and the first thing you do is you will parade around in your fabulous outfit <laughs> and say hi to everybody and give everybody love and check us out, and um I would see your attire and you're always so pressed. And you wore your tents and your <laughs> flannels. And then you I would tell, damn girl, you're looking fabulous. I thought, look at these little old ladies putting it together. And you would tell me that you put your outfits ready all, all week, week. And and you had a lot of pride in the worker man outfit and where you know your inspiration came from and how you dressed yourself growing up. You shared a lot of that. You would walk around. And check us out loud. and if you approve the vanilla fit you say that's tough and and that really resonated with me because I grew up here in City Terrace I grew up around the Cholos and the Cholas and this is my neighborhood this is what I knew this is what I'm familiar with and this is where I feel safe you know these were people that were good to me and I realized what you taught me is that the style came out of need you used your brother's flannels you use your dad's old pants and you glamified them and you sold them and and that really inspired me it's it's a huge part of our culture that people have kind of looked down on but it's yeah. so powerful because what we chicanas have shown is that we work with what we got and we know how to make it fabulous and you feel fabulous so you were the inspiration behind that and um, how did you feel seeing all, and I told you that at the Mercado. How did you feel seeing the fashion show? And what do you think about the fashion that you see at our Mercados?
1: I love it. It's beautiful, you know, and everybody has their own style. Like you said, you know, my style with Chorda, whatever. This is who I am. Even up to this day at work, I still get the old the ladies upstairs. I know they look at me like this chick ain't going to change. And, you know, (laughs) I am who I am. You know what I mean? And I feel as long as I perform my job good and people love me and I love them, what's the problem? You know, I'm all about respect. I was raised that way. And if you respect me, I respect you to the fullest. If you respect who I am, I respect you to the fullest. And, you know, life is good today.
0: Thank, thank you, Irene, for, for sharing that because I do think that you know we as Chicanas, we're often criticized or, or, or we have hang-ups because of our clothes or our attire or the inspiration where it comes from. But the reality is that this is who we are. Exactly. And it's important for us to celebrate and let people know where we come from and how powerful it is, how resilient a community we are. So thank you for that. Thank you for inspiring all of us. Thank you for praying for us you were also the inspiration behind my latest design because some in a few of my deepest and darkest moments i would all of a sudden get a text from you you know because you're in your your weekly prayer group and with me not telling you anything not sharing anything with you i would get a a text i would say you are being lifted up in prayer by 20 women we're praying for you. And I'm just calling to let you know that everything's going to be okay. And you don't know how powerful those messages, those simple, beautiful words were for me, for my life, for my doubt. So thank you for that. And um, also, I want I want you to share, Irene. We all have those moments where like, we feel like we're not going to make it or we crave the next drink or the next high or the next escape. Right. Mm-hmm. It's normal. It's common. We deal what it daily. Exactly. What do you do and what advice do you have for the rest of us to be able to handle it, to be able to get to the point where you're at?
1: OK, um, where I'm at today and, and you know, where I'm going. Yeah. Life shows up. I'm not, you know, I don't walk on water. Life shows up. Uh, sometimes I can get I'm not I, I don't get angry like I used to. Uh, God has taken that from me. The only thing that will really, really get me upset is angry is if you mess with my kids. Then I'll turn into Mama Bear. But uh, even that, the thing is, we don't know how to live the life that we're living now. Because me, I was used to, you know, being in the neighborhood, being brought up that way. When I came to recovery, it was a whole new process. It was A new way of living, and if you don't know, if you're just used to being around your surroundings and that's all you know, so when you're taken out of that and you're knowing something different and fed something good, you want more, and that's 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 what I've learned. I didn't know how to live clean. I didn't know how to live because I wasn't. I was brought up around five brothers. They were all from different gangs, and. My father was an alcoholic. My uncles were, you know, I was raised in that. That's all I knew. My boundaries were like East LA, Boyle Heights, you know, my stomping grounds. When I was taken out of that and to learn a new way of life, it's totally different. And, and, you know, like I say, I'm here for a reason. And I know what my reason is. That's to love people and pray for people. The outcasts, the down and, outner, down and outers, the people, menace of society—all that stuff. Because you know what, people sometimes forget where they come from, yeah. and that's one thing that that I pray every day. I don't ever, ever want to forget where I came from. Never. That will always be in my heart, and always, always carry with me, and always, I will always help someone, no matter what, because that's who I am today
0: that's beautiful Irene and and I think thank you for sharing and I think that's why I love having you <laughs> at the mercado because you remind me of you know where I come from where I live where I'm growing up and um you're beautiful I told you earlier you know, with all the stories that you share that that I'm sure you you would be more than happy to share that with anyone that comes to the mercado. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be here today. That's why I call you a guardian angel.
1: <laughs> I tell you, you're a
0: gatita because you got nine lives. You should have you you, you were like Tupac. You should have died a long time ago, but I'm glad that you didn't. I'm glad that you're with us today, that you're helping, supporting us, and praying for all the goddesses at our mercado. And there's a saying in Spanish. Dime con te quién eres. And, you know, tell me, tell me who.
1: Tell me who you run with, and I'll tell you who you are.
0: And you are a goddess. You're running with the goddesses. <laughs> and all of us goddesses are working hard. We're becoming disciplined. We're, we're, we're not giving up. We're building our businesses. And, like I tell everybody, Everything big started small. And thank you for being part of our journey. Thank you for bringing us hope and faith and and keeping us safe. I love you. And And if you want to meet Irene Murillo, you can find her the second Saturday of every month at the Goddess Mercado at our gate. Welcoming everybody with her smile and her crown and her fabulous garb. Be sure to follow. She doesn't have an Instagram. We're going to have to set her up. And we will. I promise soon. And um, you can also follow us uh, at the Goddess Mercado on Instagram or at the Goddess Mercado boutique. We have a nonprofit organization that hosts 14 women at a cute, fabulous shop in El Sereno. And we're helping each other build our brands, become powerful, influential, inspirational Latinas. Come and support us. Come and join us if you want to be a part of us log on to Instagram, click on our link tree. You could apply. I'm the one that does the vendor curating. So I'll be sure to reach out to you. Thank you so much for listening and supporting us and being part of our journey. We love you. We appreciate you. Stay fabulous goddesses. Bye.